Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we are talking about season two, episode 12, Night Shifter. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. Not much happened today. I woke up late and that wasn't great. So I didn't have as much time to do my supernatural homework as I wanted to. How, late, then, how late is late for you? Like 10 30, 11. Mm-hmm. That, that is reasonably late. Yes, I woke up at. You're a teen. So, <laughs> You're a teen. So so late for you because you need more sleep and it's all shifted later in the day. The the definition of that's a little bit different. Late for me would be like like after one p.m. Like, 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 <laughs> like in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a teen. That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once you you know hit college and you're exhausted all the time also not uncommon mm-hmm. it starts to sh- for most people it does start to shift back a little bit once you once you're in late adult. 20s yeah yeah i still <laughs> mid to late 20s i'm not a late 20 no, yet you're not late 20s yet. <laughs> i'm in mid i'm technically still in mid yeah not for long not for long but <laughs> you're, be, you're on it the cusp mid. i'm on the cusp i am mid mid, <laughs> mid. Do you not know? This is a newer, a, a newer internet it's thing. A meme? It's a well, not a meme. It's like a, something insult. the kids say to insult you. No, meaning like you're you're like you're you're, you're mediocre. Yeah, you're mid, mid, like like middling or that's probably not from the word middling. No, but, but it's, I was just gonna say <laughs> like often makes sense. Middling, middling. No, oh, I don't think that's what middling it's from. Imagine. It means like like mediocre. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, yeah, I right? think so. Or like not even subpar. Uh, Basically. Whoa! Wait, but that would be below. In you mean my, like in bad? my head, in my head, like it was that, like like eh. mid yeah. mid is like mm, in the middle. Yeah, like so, there are worse things to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not even subpar. Like your middle. Well, not even sounds like you're saying like that it's below that it's subpar. Worse. So it's it's n- nearly subpar, but not. It's yeah between subpar and par. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Par par. Like, is it is it is it saying like like it would be better if you were like really bad? Yeah, it's like saying you're meh. You're just bland. Like like you're not oh. like like you like it would be more oh, interesting if you yeah. were bad. Like basic. Yeah, you're basic. You're mid. Okay. Okay. It would be better if you were at one of the extremes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead, you're you're just floating at a comfortable beige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. is that is one thing that um, that reminds me. Uh, Justin Ackbar said in Adventure Zone once. He was like, it, it's not interesting. Interesting narratively when you roll like a ten, no, yeah. because it's just so middle of the road. That would be mid, yeah, yeah. Quite, quite literally mid. mid. Yeah. So okay. Whenever you roll a ten on anything, you're just being a little mid. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, our younger listeners, uh, write in. Cringing right now. Right. right. This is cringe. 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 So cringe. It's a cringe. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they're cringing at us saying cringe. <laughs> Oof. 
We say young listeners like we have young, young. listeners. Young. If young, we have younger young listeners, listeners, I don't know. Who, I, you see, here's the thing. I don't know who our target age demographic is. Oh, I, it doesn't I, collect that data? At least not yet. Okay. I, I haven't checked I mean, the people lately. that follow us on Instagram are older. Well, yeah, because it's like our parents. <laughs> <laughs> they don't follow us on Instagram. No, dad and mom don't follow us on Instagram. <laughs> people are pissed. Like, it suggests like, them on Instagram. It's like, hey, you might know these people. Why do you follow them? <laughs> you might know them. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't know them. I've never seen on, them before in my life. <laughs> on social media, I certainly don't. <laughs> I never saw her before in my life. That's a reference for the younger crowd. <laughs> Surely you all know the hit... What's up, dog? The, the hit 70s comedy of the summer. <laughs> Starring Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neal. Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. People our age don't know what that is. No. Pe- people only Mom's ten, age ten might know. 20, yeah. 20 years older than we are don't only, know what that is. Only, we only know about that because mom knows what that is. Yeah. <laughs> and only you of my friends know what that is because I have made them watch it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're spreading the good word of What's Up, Doc? It's a good movie. It is. Holds up surprisingly well. It does. There are only, like, two jokes There's, that there's two yes. jokes. One recurring, one one-off. Yeah. What's the um, recurring one? The recurring one is about uh, sexual assault. Um, well, both of them are They're about They're both, so, both about, so I, I don't know what the, what's the recurring one. The then? recurring one is the bit with the house detective trying to... Oh, trying to seduce the old lady to yes. get her jewels. Yes, and, like, breaking into her room. Like, like, like the yeah. plan is he's going to break into her room and make passionate love to her. Yes. In return for the jewels. But she very clearly is like, like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> but his plan is to trip her until yes. she falls in love with him. Right. So, but, like, the whole, like, like the whole physical comedy bit part of it is very funny because he just like walks in front of her and trips her over and over and over and then tries to help her up and be chivalrous but he does it over and over and over (laughs) and there's a shot down a long hallway with the elevator and he's he's hopping on one leg trying to trip her he's still trying to trip her and she's running down the hallway and then she bites his leg (laughs) and he's it's very good, yeah, but that, that's the, not the, the bad the, part. The core of the core of that joke, yeah, is not funny. Mm-hmm. No. And then there's the the joke about sexual assault at the end. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, none of the jokes rely on racism. No. no. Like, I mean, granted, we don't see many black people in the movie. Right. But. No, yeah. No. Yeah. They're. Um, we just kind of avoid the topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Avoid it. But none of them like rely on racism. Yeah. Or fat phobia. The whole bit with the the Chinese parade. Yeah, scene is a little bit like culturally appropriative. Yeah, but it's in the middle of a car chase scene that there's a Chinese parade going on, and the car chase goes through. Yeah, and they steal uh, a the Chinese, Chinese dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see a Chinese dragon. That that part of it is, is seems kind of culturally appropriative, but yeah. it's sort of there and gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. the stuff that sticks that sticks out to me is the the jokes about sexual assault. Yeah. Other than that, the the jokes largely stand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a good a good set. <laughs> you had an artist yes, thing. Yes, an art social uh, yesterday. It went very well. I stayed most of the time, and it was it was fun. A lot of people there, a lot of people I didn't know. 
I met like three new people maybe and got like their names and remembered them. So that was nice. Hung out with a friend who showed up uh, or who I invited and made Steven go. So (laughs) So you would have somebody there, Mm -hmm. you know. And we, it was like, it it ended up being basically like me, Steven, and my friend just kind of talking for a little while by the end. And we like, we met like two other people who like joined our group. And that was, Mm -hmm. that was kind of cool. It was like, I got home and and Steven was like, it's good to see you like happy. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah. I forget that sometimes socializing can make me feel happy. Yeah. I forget that people Incredible. Yeah. It never does for me. No. And I, I always, it was, it's like, I forget that it happens. So I get scared of it. Mm. And I just assume that it's going to be terrible. But then but, sometimes it's okay. So, but you do like, do you feel, do you feel, even, even though it makes you happy, do you feel exhausted or recharged? A little of both. Like partially recharged, but if I had stayed too much longer, it could have turned into being tired. Yeah. Mm. I pretty much universally feel drained. Yeah, by being I can understand people. that. Did you talk to Did you talk to anyone about our podcast? <laughs> no, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I should have. But that was why I was like, maybe you could go and be like the representative. But I was there talking about my art, basically. Yeah, I and I I wanted to go and I thought about doing it, but I had to both I had had to edit, but yeah. I'd also been out in public already t- that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had your allotment. I was already ex- exhausted, even though it was fun. Because I went to pottery class. Yes! I'm taking... I think we've talked... We, we talked about your pottery class. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, same thing, but different teacher. Yes. Should be very fun. I'm having a good time. I had had a good time at the first class. The whole lead up, I was extremely nervous. Mm-hmm. In the class, I was nervous, but I had fun. And now this whole time after the class, I've been racked with nervous. Oh, no! <laughs> like, the idea of going back? or the, Well, the idea of going back and the idea that, like, I put something away wrong. I, oh, no. I, uh, some, the, someone's going to be mad at me. What? For how I put things away. No! <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, like, I need things laid out for me, like, so explicitly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I won't know what to do. Right. The, the, the t- our teacher was was great. He was very friendly. He mm-hmm. was very helpful. But what I could tell, I, I like watching him because he did a little demonstration uh, before we really got going, make, making pottery stuff on the spinny wheel. <laughs> he, so he did this demonstration and he's narrating and telling us, you know, in, in broad strokes what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And it came comes across as like a very simple bullet pointed list of these are the things you do yeah. but watching him there's a lot of finer detail that he is not he was not mm-hmm. he was not narrating yeah that is all entirely muscle memory for him yes I could like making slight adjustments in the speed and how how he's holding his hands and yep. how he's moving and it made it look effortless and I knew which made me know that it was hard. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, and I was looking for that specifically, so I knew so I knew that that's what I was catching. Mm-hmm. But like you know, so I went into that with 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 that mindset. I don't know if the other people in the class were picking that up. Yeah, because then when we went to the wheels, everyone else in the class is like, "Wow, this is way harder than like what like whatever." Yeah, and I'm like. Were you not watching? But <laughs> he was it like this. Hard. This guy. This guy's obviously very good at what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> And he has like very large hands and very <laughs> muscular forearms. Yes. And I'm like lo- like watching him, and it looked like he was just gently holding his hand steady. Yeah. Of course, because this is what he does. Yeah. And then of course, like then you you touch the the clay on the thing, and it's like just knocks everywhere. And and he's like not gently. Yep. Firm. 
Firm is best. Yep. Yeah. It is. It's a lot of very specific muscles that you don't use in like day to day life. I, I threw three times. Nice. Three lump. Three roughly one pound lumps. Mm-hmm. Two of them fell over. Yep. The first and the third. The middle one was good enough that he was like, "Hey, quit while you're ahead," and I got yep. to keep it. Good. That's very exciting. And it was tall. It was like tall. Yeah. It was taller than my hand. Yeah. And that's very hard to do. At least in my experience, it was very hard to make things tall. And I, I was, I, I was, was like, "Damn, you're already better than me." <laughs> I was very happy with it. Yeah, and it's it looks like be... even. Like it, like it had like a nice base. It was like even sides. There, it was pretty even. There's a yeah. little bit of difference in the thickness to, yeah, on the top. Uh, on the top, but he helped me. Uh, Cut the, cut the top with the needle tool, like mm-hmm. like to level it. Yeah. Like he helped steady it while I did that, which which was very nice yeah. and great. And he's like, yeah, you can put like a handle on that. And that's a bug. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ah! or it's just a weird walky little cup. Yeah, thing. it's like a cup face. Whatever. <laughs> but so I was very happy with that. So yes. now that's that's sitting on the little board on my shelf. Yeah, you do the thing. You you like smack it on the wheel mm-hmm. and seal it to the base and get it all wet. Afraid you might get wet. And then you spin it up. Center it. Center it. Which is like the hardest part for me. I just kind of did it. Okay, cool. That seemed to be what other people were having trouble with too. Maybe you're just naturally good at centering clay. I don't, I, one class. I've had one class. I don't want to say, I don't want to say I'm a natural. I wanted him to tell me I was naturally talented. (laughs) (laughs) You're a natural magic. But but what I got was, hey, that's pretty decent. (laughs) That's good enough. That's a good compliment. Like, like, yeah. 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 Very excited to go back. Very nervous someone's going to yell at me. Uh, no one's going to yell at you, especially in a class like this. Uh, it's like a, a wheel 101. I did have to, like, because you know, I got to a point where I was, like, comfortable, but then I was like, I want supervision to continue on yeah. to the next part. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, so the wheel was too fast, and I pulled it back too fast, so the, so the size just fell off and it became a plate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was like, it looked fine, but he's like, oh, and you've got a plate now. <laughs> you might be able to get it back up there. You've got, like, a trench thing going. <laughs> the clay we're cutting right out of the bag. Don't have to wedge, but we wanted to we get should, the, yeah, the practice. So we did that, started over, and that was when I made my second one. Yeah. And then the, th- which turned out great. And the third one, I didn't have a ton of time, so I just kind of wanted to see how tall I could go. Yeah. And I got pretty tall, taller than my other cup. Oh, wow. Before it fell apart. Yeah, yeah. And similarly, like, and I was working on, like, like, squeak, like, moving in and out and mm-hmm. making different shapes, making it do things. And I've got to, like, quite tall with, like, an out. Oh, and then cool. the, And then the whole top fell off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had two separate rings again. Yep. Pot- cool, pottery talk. Yeah. And I'm going going into this with no one's going to yell at you. Nope. Nope. No one's going to be mad at you. You can't no, you fail can't. at having fun. I can't yeah. fail at having fun. I'm also going into this. I remember from from way far back, Brian David Gilbert was like, I highly recommend, if anyone has a chance to take a pottery class, I highly <laughs> yeah. recommend it. And I'm like, okay, great. So I'm going in with that. And also, the like, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. And I found the actual, like, I, I was worried because some textures really bother me. Mm-hmm. Right. I was worried. I was not going to like the, the texture cl- of wet clay. The I do like it. Okay, good. And I find the I'm, I'm I was finding the is it stimulating like the mushing? It's it was very good. Okay. It was soothing. Yeah. And I just wanted to keep touching it. Yeah, good. <laughs> Which is going to be a problem when I need to have, a, have be finished. <laughs> yeah. Like right. Like stop messing with it. You're going to break it again. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's so hard to tell when you're about to get to that point mm-hmm. where you can't return to it. Yes. <laughs> and I've had one class, so yep. I. 
by no means an expert at this, but you know, wait, like to keep my, to keep myself from touching it while I'm waiting for him to tell me that I'm gonna break it or whatever. Yeah, I'm like touching the wheel as it's going around. <laughs> I'm just like, this is this is great. <laughs> just scrape look it up. at it spin. It spins. <laughs> Textures. <laughs> Ooey gooey textures. Ooey gooey textures. Ooh. <laughs> Ooey gooey textures. <laughs> Clay is really not quite that mucusy, but no, it, but not. it is slimy. And it he, is slimy. And, and my instructor did say you want the clay to feel slimy, yeah. which was like before I actually touched the clay. <laughs> oh clay, God! I was like, this mm. is. Con- I, am I going to be able to make it through four classes? If, it, if, it, if I have a bad texture thing, am I, I'm not going to be able to make it if I have a bad texture thing. No worries. All good. I like mud. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ooey-gooey textures, <laughs> let's jump into Season 2, Episode 12, Night Shifter. All right, starting off today, we have our writer, Ben Edlund, a recurring writer, big-time writer for us, and recurring director, Phil... Segrichi. Segrichi. Phil of the hard-to-pronounce last name. Maybe. Maybe not. I should say, I also, I don't know for sure how to pronounce John Shaban's last name. I just, oh, yeah. I just went for it. Yeah. Shaban. Could be. like Could be. Could be Shaban. Shaban. No, Shaban. Or Shaban. <laughs> I like that. Shaban. 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 That's how he says his name whenever he walks into a room. Shaban. 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 <laughs> whenever he orders a coffee. Uh, Bobby what's Porter, the name? What's John Shaban. Shaban. <laughs> What, what's the name for this order, John? <laughs> when I was thinking, like, like, oh, it's that, it's this guy, Phil. <laughs> I was um, blasted in the brain with memories of uh, the Phil from the Future theme. Okay, okay. I just got Phil Collins. That's what I just. That's what I just did. We can't use that because. Like, some of the audio drops we use, we could get in trouble for. Oh, yeah. But... The VM used Take a Chance from ABBA forever. And they used to do... Yeah. They used to do that a lot more than they do. We can do... do 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 It's (laughs) such a recognizable riff, though. It is. We really shouldn't (laughs) do that. Someone got that tattooed on their leg. We might be... We'd probably be better off. Someone got... Phil Collins. Hard to say what because Phil from the Phil from the Future was I think Disney Channel. Yeah, mm. Disney six, six and one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this episode aired January twenty fifth, two thousand seven. Ah, okay. <laughs> yes. I just didn't know. <laughs> You're like looking at the date. Like, yeah, I'm it's like, close. It's We're in January. Yeah. We're in January now. <laughs> <laughs> will happen occasionally. Yeah. It will line up with where we are. <laughs> occasionally. Occasionally. 
Uh, we have our, our tagline. Dad wants us to pick up where we left off. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, skin? Fire, then. <sighs> Remember from season one, the episode, skin. Ooh, and it showed, it showed the shapeshifter thing. Yeah. The, the great effect. I forgot. I, I mean, good. we always remember the effect, but yeah. I, I don't the teeth, the it teeth falling out. Ugh. The skin. So gross. The this skin ripping off. Ugh. It's so gross and mm. great and gooey. <laughs> so we remember that. <laughs> But then, okay, so then it cuts to, what's your name, the lady detective? Well, so, well, for, so it wants us to remember, remember the episode Skin. Yeah. Remember that the shapeshifter from Skin mm-hmm. took Dean's form and yeah. framed him for murder. Mm-hmm. Some dubious shapeshifter lore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All cultures oh, have shapeshifter. I'm dubious about that. And then, and then we have a clip from... <laughs> is like the lady detective from Diana Diana <laughs> from our from our one-off cop episode yeah like our law and order episode yeah she's like she's the usual suspects yeah. uh, episode seven your brain is amazing I wrote it down <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to look it up I was like I think that was episode seven but I didn't remember what it was called <laughs> but she's like Dean he's under suspicion for murder suspect what what <laughs> suspected Sus- he's, he's under, under suspicion, suspicion. Okay. I wrote down suspicion but my brain said suspicion it's whatever <laughs> it's not a word <laughs> I thought <don't, I> <laughs> okay. so then so then Sam he's, goes so, he's under suspicion of murder of murder okay so then Sam goes <laughs> well yeah cause, because the next part of the clip would have been Sam be like in shock saying murder but unusual thing happens we get a breaking news cut in to the episode da 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 it just seemed like a Bad editing job. It did. It was like it did. Murder. Judas. Sam. Yes. Sam. Sam. Mur. And it cuts in as breaking news. As if there is a real breaking news situation happening. It interrupts its own intro with um like a like a news channel broadcast. They're like, we're live on the scene this on feels, robbery in progress. This feels like Shrek 2. Tonight on Night. Ah, now here's a good show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Police brutality! Police brutality! That is a... A uh, reference to cops. A reference to cops <laughs> that they're doing. Putting this... Yeah, yeah. Pepper <laughs> shaker <laughs> under his eyes. Ow! Ow! Finds catnip on Pussy. That's uh, no mine. Catnip. That's uh, no mine. That's a, they're, they're doing a reference to a real show. I didn't. I never knew that. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, like, you know, breaking news. We're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There is a robbery in progress at, at the City Bank of Milwaukee. There's been gunfire from inside. Police and squad. Or, <laughs> squad. <laughs> squad team. I knew I was going to do that too. I knew I was going to do that too. The squad team. The uh, squad team came. I knew I was it's gonna do that. Do push ups, 100 push ups. <laughs> The squat team. The squat team. <laughs> this episode is exactly the same. The squat They're all squatting. They're all squatting. <laughs> the whole See, time. So I saw that like, that video when it came out. Right. Thought it was very funny. Yes. And then immediately went, like that, that day, went to see one of the Batman movies. Okay. And th- where there was a SWAT team. <laughs> yes. We saw Batman Rises. Or Dark Dark Man Dark Man right Dark Knight <laughs> <laughs> You know you Dark know, Man Dark, dark, dark You know the Bat- Dark Man Dark Man Dark Knight Rises Batman the Dark Man Batman and Dark Man Batman the Dark Man at night <laughs> Four enemies uh 
<laughs> yes. Um, I remember because I, it was the one Natalie fell asleep. I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. Natalie fell asleep. Very um, telling. There was a SWAT team, but and it was a serious moment. <laughs> but I couldn't stop laughing because I saw SWAT and I was like, hey, SWAT. <laughs> SWAT team. <laughs> Also, you know, very, you know, as it was an action packed, you know, violent movie that Natalie slept through. Squat team. So the squat team comes in. Yeah. Police and SWAT are on the scene. There were, are as many as 10 hostages. It's been a, it's been three hours. The reporter gets interrupted by <laughs> action at the bank. Oh, something's happening. She's like, Mike, are you getting this? Shaky <laughs> cam. And, and we can see, like, like, they zoom in on the door of the bank, and there's, like, a security guard being pushed out with his hands up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't shoot, please don't shoot. And, and an ambulance is there. EMTs are getting a stretcher out. And there's a bunch of guys with guns pointed at the door and like the laser sniper lasers are mm-hmm. all over the place and we hear a voice saying like don't even think about it no no, no don't you don't even think about it and we see Dean is the one pushing this guy out ahead of him yeah and we see you know, we, first we, you know, we see the this this flanneled arm come out the door yeah. and, I'm like, and, and oh, sniper no. sniper lasers on him and Dean's fearful face as he surveys the scene well at this point I was like not again no <laughs> oh no not again because we we just had the intro where it's like, remember skin? Yeah. And then smash cut to like, this. Oh, like, God. And now he's being live broadcasted on news yeah. channels? Yeah, so remember in skin how he was framed for murder? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna frame you for murder! <laughs> and how we've brought up a few times now that he's a wanted man, and he got arrested and they caught him, and then he ran away again. Yep. And now he's live on national television. <laughs> At the scene of a bank robbery. With a gun. With a gun. On some guy, poor guy's back. His face looks terrified. Yeah. Um, So so it's not the same sinister situation that we had at the beginning of Skin, where we, you know, came in and were like, Dean is in the process of murdering someone. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I wasn't really, I couldn't really tell because I just was shocked. I was like, it's Dean? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so he he looks, you know, terrified. But the way he's talking. Yeah. And yelling sounds like, is this his robbery? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gone wrong. Dean, did you do a robbery? Yeah. This isn't usually your style, bud. <laughs> but I'm dead. Theme. Supernatural. Fire. We're in Milwaukee one day ago. So we don't really, we, we're, we're doing the, you know, yeah. this is how it happened. But, but no, we don't have that much of a lead. No. Up. no I, was gonna, I thought it would be like a week ago. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, but one no, day, one day. day. This, this this fell apart very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a pretty lady. Yeah, we're in like a jewelry store. Ye old fancy schmancy jewelry store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lady is wearing an interesting blouse. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah. a corset. It, it was like lingerie. It had some of those vibes. It yeah. was it was like blouse material. Yeah. Panels on like the torso part, mm-hmm. and then like the boob part was like satin. It was a different texture. Yeah. yeah. That was like glossy, mm-hmm. and then the other panels of it were like a matte mm-hmm. fabric mm-hmm. of some kind. It was like a tank top. Had the general look of like a corset with buttons up the front. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting to look at. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. It was my like are, eyes, those, are those ribbons? My are, eyes couldn't take it in. It was, it was weird. <laughs> in white, mm-hmm. yeah. And she she comes over. She's like, so what's it like being an FBI guy? And Dean turns to her as flirty and suave as he. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. can manage. It's like, well, it's dangerous, you know. Secrets we gotta keep. Oh, countless secrets. But mostly, it's it's lonely. She's like, I so know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? what? I'm like, what? Um, I don't. What is happening? <laughs> it was a little weird. It was a little weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, the store manager is. I going, think we're just supposed to think that she's really dumb. Yeah. I think she's so. She's like, wow. Like I so I know get, what. I you're yeah, I so about. get you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Are like, as this? Are we doing like just like an airhead thing? Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Or maybe just it was super just horny. Both. Both. I mean, I mean, yeah, both. 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 Both is good. <laughs> um, the store manager goes over to Sam with some information. We learn there's a woman named Helena who was their head buyer, who was like family to them, and she said as much herself every year at the, at the business Christmas party. <laughs> and Sam's, Sam is just like, it feels like he's not even like being sympathetic. He's just like, during this whole beginning bit, Sam is taking his role as an FBI agent yeah. very seriously. Yes. Yeah. Sam is, I think, attempting some method acting. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is, for this whole first bit, being very serious FBI man. Yeah. He's just, hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And we learn she came back that, that night after closing, cleaned out all the display cases and the safe. Edgar, the night watchman, caught her in the act, didn't know what to do because he'd known her for years. This wasn't like her. Mm-hmm. So he called the store manager, which is when she got his gun and shot him. In the face. In, in the, the face. face. And this guy is like, like in real yeah. time, starting to realize uh, what like what, what exactly it was he heard and he's like, wow I, I heard him die over the phone and Sam's like mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah any idea what could, her motive could have been no uh, she like, yeah it makes no sense why steal all those diamonds and jewelry and then dump it somewhere and then we switch back to Dean and the, the jewelry counter lady he's like she killed herself she's like well the cop says she dropped a hair dryer in the bath and fried herself up they should know right and like that doesn't sound like family talk <laughs> no, no madam her reaction is like like wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just like She's like that was weird. She just like <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. She just like fried like, herself in the bath. Isn't that funny? That's not normal behavior. No. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, the cops would know about that, right? And he's like, yeah. Well, thanks, Franny. I think that's all we need. She's and like, she she pulls out the you can interview me in private if you want. Yeah. yeah. Dean doesn't pull that out. She nope. does. I yep. was kinda glad I mean No, I was good. It I was, was good yeah, that yeah, this interaction uh, went the way it did. Yes. yes. If it had to go at all, the it's better that yeah. it went the way it did. I yeah, yeah. I was like, honestly, good, good for her. Good for her. Because then, like, there is hesitation there for Dean. Yeah. It, he, he pauses for a second. And he's like, yeah, yeah. sure. You yeah. know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, put your, write, write down your number. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You're a true patriot. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Yeah, why don't, why don't you write your number you down there it. for me? That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, like, you know, I honestly don't think he's going to follow up on that. No. no. I did not get the enthusiastic participant vibe from him. No. It was just sort of like a, let's just continue this positive interaction we're having. Yeah. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe, maybe if things, be, especially since there's probably not going to be enough time with their busy schedule. <laughs> yeah. Like, but if they're ever in the area, yeah. I feel like maybe he'd... <laughs> who knows? Look her up. Yeah. So the jewelry store man, Dean gets the number, comes back over to, to Sam, who's still talking to the, the manager, who's like in the process of saying that he never saw the security tapes from, from the robbery. The cops just took them. And Dean and Sam are like, yeah, figures. So the next thing we see, the boys are pulling up outside of a house. It's nighttime, and Dean is in the middle of complaining about the cops. <laughs> and Sam Sam tries just like a real real quick week. They're just doing their jobs, Dean. And Dean's like, 
they know what they're doing our job and they don't know it so they suck at it <laughs> like dean says a cab dean says a cab <laughs> so sam drops some more case information um, milwaukee national trust was a bank that was hit about a month ago same mo as the jewelry store it was an inside job longtime employee the never in a million years type dude robs bank then goes home and supposedly commits suicide uh, the boys are approaching the home of a Mr. Resnick, who was the security guard at the bank that was just robbed. He was knocked unconscious by the teller, the teller, <laughs> who then robbed the bank. Sam calls out for a Ronald Resnick. And the porch light turns on and it's super bright. I keep thinking you're going to say Ronald Reagan. <laughs> nope. 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 That's Wrong a guy. That's a different guy. <laughs> uh, Ronald Reagan in this residence. <laughs> he is not. A guy comes to the door, and Sam is like, FBI, Mr. Resnick. And he's like, okay, well, uh, let me see the badge. And they both, like, annoyed, pull their badges out and slam it up against the glass. He's like, look at him, he's like, hmm. It's like, I already talked to the police. I gave him my statement. And Dean is like, well, listen, Ronald, just some things about your statement we wanted to get some clarification on. This excites Ron. He's like, you read, you read my statement? So, yeah, you, you want, you're here to, he- you're, you want to hear what I have to say? Yeah, you want to listen to what I have to say? And they're like, yeah, that's why we're here. And he's like, come in, you, come yes, on in, come on. So he leads them into his house and narrating over him, you know, leading into a room where we have (laughs) a Pepe Sylvia wall. (laughs) Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. I got boxes full of Pepe. So yeah, so Ron leads them into into the Pepe Sylvia room. I'm having a panic attack. I'm actually having a panic attack. Will you settle down and have another cup of coffee? There is a wall covered in pictures of aliens and UFO schematics and maps. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Huh? Who? Barney, he's the guy who tipped me off to Pepe Sylvia. Barney? Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney! Oh, shit. What the hell did he... Uh, Ronald says that the uh, guy who robbed the bank, Juan Morales, did not rob the bank. He's positive. He knows this because he and Juan were friends. He used to come to the bank after hours to hang out with him and play cards on the night shift. So Sam is like, so you let him into the bank that night after hours. <laughs> And Sam is doing an excellent FBI man. Yeah. This this whole scene. Yeah. Ron is like, the thing I let into the bank wasn't Juan. I mean, it had his face, but it wasn't his face. Every detail was perfect, but like too perfect, you know? He goes like, it's like I was talking to this big Juan doll. <laughs> and Sam's like, a Juan, Juan, Juan doll. He's like, yeah over the rest of this, he, you know, gets out a file that he's put together and hands it over. And it's a file on the jewelry heist mm-hmm. that the yeah. boys had just been investigating earlier. And he's like, we realize like he is putting together a real case. Yeah. He saw the pattern and is putting together that this is an inside job, that this is something is killing people and making it look like a suicide and replacing them to case the joint and then strike when there's a when they when they see an opening. And to a point, this is what the, the boys have also gathered. Mm-hmm. And, then, and he's done this entirely on his own. So there's so like, so like, oh, this guy's crazy. But, you know, yeah. On the right track. On the right track. His conclusion, however... Because <laughs> he's like, both crimes are pulled by the same thing. Sam's like, looking at the file, he's like, well, what's that, Mr. Resnick? In an excellent FBI voice. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, he's doing such a good FBI. Ron pulls up a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> With a picture of a Cyberman. And the, the edition of the magazine is called... Birth of the Cybermen. Is it from... It's the Cybermen from, from Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. It's Doctor Who. Yes. Yeah. It is that design. It's 
Just a picture of a Doctor Who Cyberman. Yeah. For those who don't know, in Doctor Who, there is a situation where sometimes people get replaced by robots. <laughs> <laughs> and, or not replaced, they get abducted and turned into robots. And these are the Cybermen, and they want to assimilate everybody and make everybody robots. Well, oh uh, yeah, now that's the Borg. The Cybermen say something else. The Daleks say exterminate. exterminate. But anyway, yeah, there's, there's, they're, they're two different robot aliens. The Cybermen. They're just, they, they just look like, you know, boxy robots. Bo- boxy robots from the 60s. <laughs> yeah. Which is what they are. This magazine is fantastic. Yeah, it's a great little prop. The Fordian Times, The World of Strange Phenomenon, the June 2006 edition, which $10 in the United States to buy this thing. <laughs> Alien autopsy. Real E.T. caught on camera. The Da Vinci Code. Trial. Exclusive report. The world's hairiest people. Mm-hmm. Jojo the dog-faced boy and other hirsute humans. Alien exchange program. The planet Serpo story. <laughs> All things you can find in this edition of the Fordian Times. So here's the thing, though. The Fordian Times is a real publication. Wait, it is? <laughs> it is. That's really funny. For, it, they're in the real tagline, the world of strange phenomenon. It's a collection of supernatural related reporting. Ah! It's not really tabloid in the same way that like the National Enquirer right is it's 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 not quite like that it's more like a collection of journal like kind of weird like science fiction stuff written in journalist a journalistic way mm-hmm. and whether or not the people writing this stuff actually believe it is up for debate it sort of seems part of the thing yeah I, but I did like a little, uh, uh, a quick deep deep dive into, into <laughs> the, the Wikipedia <laughs> rabbit hole behind the Fordian Times. And there's like, like the guy who founded it is super weird. He, because he was like, his whole thing was he was like super mistrustful. He was like a super, like super skeptical of stuff. Mm-hmm. But but that that skepticism extended to like science <laughs> <laughs> and like medicine. Oh shit! So so he was like collecting all of these tales that were like not explained by science and writing about them. And then people were like, "Well, do you actually believe in this stuff?" And he was like, "I don't believe in anything I've ever written." And it was like, <laughs> like it was uh, like, "Sir, <laughs> so then why?" But like, but did not believe in doctors to the point where he was very sick and would refuse to go to them <laughs> and like died of cancer. Yikes. We think. Delete. delete. It's delete. I mean, the assimilation is the thing of the Cybermen. It's what they but, do, but, but they, they say delete. delete. That's what the one I was looking for. Some cool things on the, the Pepe Silvia wall behind them. <laughs> They're, the core of his theory is like about these Cybermen, which he calls mandroids. Mm-hmm. Part man, part machine. Like a, yeah. like a mandroid. Dean's like, oh, like in T2. <laughs> we, we, so we see the phrase mandroid appearing in this on, on the Pepe Silvia wall. Did you like look at all of what's up there? No, I just saw like cheese heads. Something. Yes. <laughs> so it seems like Part of the core of his theory is that cheeseheads are aliens. <laughs> that we see like cheeseheads getting abducted. We see the phrase cheeseheads are potent mandroid spies. And cheese we see heads. there are people who like the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> which is a football team. <laughs> So they wear hats that look like a wedge of cheese. Oh yeah, and we and we see like like pictures of of people wearing the cheese hats getting beamed up to like a mothership, <laughs> uh, and the mothership is labeled the Big Kahuna. <laughs> Cheesehead mothership and the, uh, the phrase they are among us in Wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> specifically so that's funny um, there's a picture of a security camera with like an eyeball on it that, that says they are watching you and it's like okay well I mean the, this wall like the, his case 
the case he's built is, a, is actually a strong one. Right. This wall? Crazy nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of works to undermine his yes. case. <laughs> so they're, you know, they're like, okay, so this is the the theory you have come to. Do you have any evidence to back this up? What, mm-hmm. what makes you so sure about this? About, about the mandroids? So it turns out Ron made copies of all the security tapes from that night. I do wonder, was he a conspiracy theorist before? He seems like he's got that personality. I think that because, was his because, vibe because, because that, was, that happened. That was the first thing he jumped to when this all happened. Because if they were trying to make it like he turned to conspiracy theory after this happened. It's a, then, it's a way to cope. Yeah, then why would he have all this random stuff on his board? Well, he's put this together in the month since. Well, like, well, he has a subscription to the 40in Times, which is all about conspiracy nonsense. Yeah. Right, so he probably was beforehand. This board, mm-hmm. though, with the, the the idea of Mandroid specifically and tying it to these robberies, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But, he, but he's already, like, was, like, primed to go. <laughs> yeah. So... He's and that 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 it was so that this you know so we know he's a, a conspiracy like primed to go already because he's got this subscription to the Forty and Times which is a conspiracy and weird science stuff news in quotes <laughs> so we know that 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 sort of stuff's already at the forefront of his mind so when this all went down he said he knew that the cops were going to take and bury the evidence mm-hmm. so his first impulse is to make copies of all the tapes which is helpful for us yeah but also a in the red flag in the re- in the real world wow if you're in like a situation with like you know corporate nonsense or whatever sure. there's there's like a there's like a whistleblower aspect of that but which which isn't crazy that's like you know protecting yourself and mm-hmm. whatever but it's like like for this specifically where he's like it's mandroids it's like wow <laughs> so he's got copies of all the security tapes and he, he puts he, one into the vcr like sits them down and he's like are you watching very this, excited very incredibles coincidence i think not <laughs> <laughs> bernie don't bernie me this little rat is guilty Yes, very that. <laughs> and he pauses it, except except in in that in the Incredibles, yeah. it's like what? Huh? None of us can see that. We're yeah. all squinting. And uh, Dash's parents are like, we know it's there, but we're also struggling. To yeah. See it. <laughs> Rather than that, he does pause it. He's like, watch, 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 and he pauses it as Juan looks at the camera and his eyes. He gets the the eye glare. Yep, goes white. And Sam and Dean both stiffen, like, oh shit. Yeah, he's got something. Thing. This is real. And Ron thinks it's the mandroid laser eyes. Yes. He says the cops told him that it was some kind of reflected light, like a camera flare. And he's like, that ain't no camera flare. They, they'd say that I'm a post-trauma case. And the bank fired him. Yeah, the bank fires me. It doesn't matter. The mandroid is still out there. And if the law won't hunt this thing down, then I'll do it myself. So it, it, at this point, he establishes he knows that it kills the real person to make it look like a suicide. Then he takes over their life to case the joint before finding a window of opportunity to uh, do the heist. He gets out a map and he's like, they're, they're all grouped together. So he figures that the mandroid must be holed up someplace in the middle, probably underground, where it can recharge, it, recharge its, its batteries. I think I'd better go home and recharge my batteries. Larry boy. <laughs> what? Is that the rumor weed? Yeah. <gasps> Larry boy. Larry boy, Larry oh my boy. God! The it's rumor Larry? Let's Larry boy in the rumor weed. <laughs> <laughs> Only tangentially related, right? In Critical Role, there is in the new campaign there is a character you've seen a little bit of. Yeah, fresh cut grass. Yes, he has uh, different attachments for his arm, and one of them yeah. is a buzz saw. You buzz saw Louie. He has a working buzz saw in his right arm. <laughs> That's fantastic. <Right. laughs> Whose idea was that? <laughs> 
and why? <laughs> Let's make a children's toy. That's a buzzsaw. Like, it could have been anything. They yeah. could, and they would have made their point. Yeah. But they went with Buzzsaw Louie. Louis. <laughs> I think just for the parents. So they could be like, this is absurd. <laughs> the kids are like, what? I want a Buzzsaw Louie. <laughs> Absurdity. Yep. So we, over the course of Ron d- explaining all of this, he's getting more and more animated and excited. And like, he you know, finishes and he's like like panting like I did my whole presentation Sam stands up and Dean follows both very serious and Sam breaks out again his very serious FBI voice it's like I want you to listen very carefully because I'm gonna tell you the truth and Dean looks at Sam like he's got an all right yeah, face we're, like, we're, we're about to yeah, do the truth tell out, the truth story gonna, we're, the truth is out there we're about to, and, and, and this time we're not in the middle of you know getting shot at by ghosts or whatever yeah. and we can we can act actually have a conversation yeah, about this. Yeah, we're in this. this guy's living room. It's calm. And he's already primed and ready to believe this sort of nonsense. Yeah. Right. This is gonna go great. So he goes, there's no such thing as mandroids. And Dean looks at Sam like, what? What? <laughs> and he's like, there's nothing evil or inhuman going on out there. It's just people. Nothing else, you understand. And Dean does that like, well, actually, in face. <laughs> and it's like, but, but the, the laser, laser eyes. eyes. Ron looks crushed. Mm-hmm. Sam says... Just a camouflage. See, I know you don't want to believe this, but your friend Juan robbed the bank, and that's it. And they've lost him. Yep. He's like, get out of my house. Yeah, he goes from absolutely devastated to furious. Yep. I hate you! Get out of my house! I'm not sure where that came from. I have no experience with home invasion. Orders them out of the house, and Sam... This is sure, but first things first. And, and Dean's Dean, like, Dean looks what? at him like, like, who are you? <laughs> who are you right now? Wait a minute. Who are you? And Dean's expressions through this whole thing are very, like, conflicted about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not right. No. This, but, he, but he can't interrupt Sam. He's like, yeah. Sam's taken the lead on Sam this. Sam took the lead. He has, like, they can't disagree in the mm-hmm. middle of a play. He's got to back him, but he doesn't feel right about it. Yeah. So he's just not going to say anything. And they, they can talk about it later. And then they do. In the next scene, they're in the mo- their motel reviewing the security footage and maps and the, their mm-hmm. files. Man, that it's gotta be the kicker. Straight up. When you told that son of a bitch to remand the tapes that he copied, classified evidence of an ongoing investigation, that's messed up. Like, what are you pissed at me? He's like, well, no, it's just creepy how good of a fed you are. Hmm? And it's like, okay, Dean, Dean. Are, are we, we are pissy about this, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, like, come on, we could have thrown that guy a bone. He did some pretty good legwork, except for the mandroid part. Yeah, Sam's like, mandroid. He's like, yeah, except, except for the mandroid part. <laughs> and he's like, I like him. He's not that different from you and me. People think we're crazy. So Dean's sort of like like hedging, like trying to like start in on the like, like maybe we should have told him the truth. Like he's not that different. He, yeah. he would have been open to it. Like maybe we should have had a different conversation. It seems like, no, he's not a hunter. He would have died if he actually fought that thing. He would have been torn apart. And Dean's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he says, better to stay in the dark and stay alive. Yeah. And Dean lets it drop. So it's like, okay, so here we, we we've just, you know, established why Sam did that, right? Yeah. Which is following up on a theme from the past few episodes of Sam taking up the mantle of, we have to save people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Which, the whole saving people thing has been the core of Dean's being. Yeah. But very different philosophy on saving people. Dean prefers and, you know, believes, like, a more informed victim is a safer victim. You know, you tell, tell them what's going on and they'll stay out of it. Yeah. Sam, following up on a pattern for him, keeping someone in the dark will keep them safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, that has never worked. No. He kept Jess in the dark. Yeah. Well, this is a pattern It wasn't that... his fault. And it's, it's not his fault. This no. is a pattern that, like, everyone likes on this show. Yeah, and I mean, it is a it is family policy for them. That that was like their part of their family policy was you don't tell anybody what's going on. Yeah, but it seems to bother Dean more than Sam. That's for you know all of Sam's rebellion. Sam's falling back on the the family policy of we don't tell people what's really out there. Dean is like drawing on uh, like map and blueprints, and Sam watches the tape until he gets to the white eyes, and he kind of scoffs and goes like shapeshifter. It's like just like in, back in St. Louis. Rem- Sam retinal reaction to the video. Remember, audience, we've dealt with a shapeshifter before. <laughs> yes. And Dean goes, I hate those freaking things. Remember, audience, it took Dean's form and framed him for murder. Yeah. And again, remember, if it's anything like the shapeshifter they killed before, Silver does the trick. But, you know, so Sam starts it with, like, if it's anything like the one we killed in Missouri, Dean cuts in, then Ronald's right. Yeah. Mm. Like just layer up underground. It was just a little jab. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Preferably in the sewer. And he, like, lines up his, his tracing paper blueprints and stuff and figures out that the the bank that was robbed, the jewelry store that was robbed, are on the same line, the sewer main. And there's another bank on that sewer main. So we're at the City Bank of Milwaukee at night? Yeah. And it's very busy in there. And I'm like, that's not how banks work. <laughs> <laughs> no. Banks aren't busy at night. Maybe it's a 24-hour bank. There are no 24-hour no banks. banks. Not like that. Not like with actual tellers. Like there are 24-hour chase stations where you can go use your chase card at a chase ATM, but not like a real bank with tellers. Maybe in the supernatural universe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's yes. different in Canada. Yeah. Maybe it's different in Canada. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, my theory for this is that it's... Well, um, it's winter. It's, it's an overcast it, day. No, <laughs> is that it's it's that it's like 3 p.m. but in January. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which just means now it's dark. Now it's dark out. Which, I mean, this sort of places us in the winterish time. Yeah. It's, you know, dark enough now that like it's, it, once it hits 3 p.m., boom, it's nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if, bank, if a bank closes at 5... I was going to say 4.30. 4.30? Yeah. Certainly by 4 o'clock it is full night time. Yeah. So if they're coming in like half hour before close. Okay. I guess that makes sense. It could be full dark. Still, it's, it, it still feels... It felt like it's never, it's never that busy then. No. Because everybody knows that bank closed super early. So who knows yeah. uh, why there's so many why there's so many people here. But it's a big bank. Yeah. Who knows? Who's to say? A security guard is leading the boys through the bank dressed in jumpsuits um, that say like... like security company company here <laughs> security company name here like you know like the the comfort for like the computer security system yeah they're tech guys yeah and the security guards like we haven't had any flags in the system and dean's like oh no it's a glitch in the overall grid we just want to um you know, check the, the branch monitors, make sure everything's kosher. And the security is like, <laughs> security guard's like, well, better safe than sorry. Like, he's not even going to check credentials or anything. No. Nope. Oh he leads them to the security room with the camera monitors. And he's like, you guys need anything else? <laughs> and they're like, no, we'll be in and out. Just a routine check. And he goes, okie dokie. And leaves. <laughs> and D- I, th- I remembered this scene specifically. I remembered because Dean, like, li- likes that so much. As I, I like him. He says, okie dokie. <laughs> 
His name on the credit list is Okie Dokie Guard. <laughs> I, love, I love it. It's Mr. Okie Dokie. Sam's got to be a downer, though, and he's like, yeah, well, what if he's the shifter? And Dean's like, well, then we follow him home and put a bullet through his chest plate. <laughs> so then they sit down to watch the uh, cameras. And some amount of time passes. Yeah. Like... Looking at the monitors. So he, he zooms in on the guard, and he's like, looks like Mr. Okie Dokie is... Okie dokie, <laughs> because he doesn't have the white eyes. And Sam is like, you know, maybe we jumped the gun on this one. We don't know it's here. Maybe we should go back to the sewers. And Dean starts zooming the camera on a lady teller's ass. Ass. Yay. And Sam's like, we're supposed to be looking for eyes, not asses. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean's like, her ass isn't glowing, Dean. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm getting there. And Sam's like, oh, yeah? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. yeah. A pair of eyes just go, <laughs> <laughs> It's there. Oh, my God. Started <laughs> From under her skirts. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. He goes, wait a minute. And he zooms in on the bank manager, who then turns around, and we see that he has white eyes. Hello, freak. Maybe so, he's just him. wearing contacts. <laughs> really reflective. That would be unfortunate for him. Yeah. In this situation. I just, I just wanted to try something new. My, I, I haven't. I had to wear glasses my whole life. And people always made fun of me when I was little. This is a fascinating backstory you, you've <laughs> developed for and this character. Very, it's like the shrimp guy from Shark Tank. <laughs> I, yeah. My sister had a baby, and I took it over because she passed away. And then the baby lost its legs and its arms, and now it's nothing but a stump. But I still take care of it with my wife, and it's it's growing, and it's... It's fairly happy, but it's difficult because I've been working a second shift at the factory to put food on the table, but all the love that I see in that little guy's face makes it worth it in the end. True story. Um, they're about to go, you know, take care. They're about to like go running off to take care of the shapeshifter, and Dean spots something else. Ronald is at the front door with like a duffel bag. He locks the front doors with mm. a chain and padlock, and runs down to the bank lobby with a rifle. Dean on the ca- watching the camera, just frustrated. Hello, Ronald. And I'm like Ronald. Like this just got complicated. I'm like Ronald. And it's like Fantastic. this could have been Sam's fault by not telling him the truth. He just exacerbated he, it, and he he told them. That if no one else was going to take care of it, he was going to. He would. And then Sam basically turned around and said, "Well, we're not going to do anything because we don't believe you. You're you're crazy. You like stupid Sam. Sam dumb dumb. Sam primed (laughs) this guy to to." go nuts. Yeah. And Dean is just like, we could have avoided this if we just told him what was going on. So Ronald Ronald runs down with his gun and shoots it twice in the air and he goes, this is not a robbery! (laughs) Everybody on the floor now! I love that! (laughs) Boom, boom! This is not a robbery! Like ceiling chunks are falling (laughs) on the ceiling. Those poor people in the bank. There's, and it's just chaos. Yeah. Ronald goes and gets these people to get on the floor in the middle of the bank. Sam and Dean are walking through the halls trying to get to the lobby and Dean's like and you said we shouldn't bring guns Guns. so this imposes an artificial difficult reason yes for for the boys for why for whatever reason Sam didn't think they should be bringing guns in the building Sam was like you know like letting know this was gonna happen so Dean is like let me do the talking because he doesn't like you Agent Johnson (laughs) as they're walking down the hallway there's people running down the hallway past them yeah they've they've lost the shifter 
Like yeah. no no way that they know who anybody is. Like or it's it's, it's it's chaos. They gotta start over. They get to the lobby and Ron is explaining that there's only one way in and out and he chained it up and he holds up a key on on a on a string. Yes, yeah, so nobody is leaving, you understand? I find that hard to believe that there's only one way in and out. That seems like a fire hazard. It yeah. does. There can't possibly be only Just one, 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 one exit. One exit. And the employees would know that. There can't weird. possibly I I don't there's believe be a it. Back exit. There's gotta there's be there's gotta be at least other other fire exits. Yeah. Maybe they have an alarm on them because it's like an emergency exit. And in honor of Jean-Paul Sartre's classic play, No Exit, we have installed a No Exit sign, (laughs) which the city of New York informs us is a massive fire hazard. I'm I'm almost certain we see at some point in them wandering through the building a set of double doors with one of those red exit signs above it. Yeah. I'm almost certain we see that somewhere else <laughs> in the building. <laughs> in which case, there's more than one way in and out of the building. Yeah. So Dean and Sam come in the lobby, <laughs> and Dean's like, hey, buddy, why don't you just calm down? Like, He's calm like, down. Ron spins to see who's there, and his face goes on a whole journey. What? You? <laughs> He's like, get on the floor now. And Dean's like, okay, we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gets on the floor. And he's and Ron is like, I knew you weren't FBI. Who are you? What like are you, who are you working are, for? Are you working for the men in black? And Sam rolls his eyes at him. Yep. And he's like, Are you working for the Mandroid? And Sam's like, We're not working, working for, for the, the Mandroid. He's like, You shut up, I ain't talking to you. I don't like you. And Sam's like, Fair, Fair enough. enough. <laughs> Ron has a teller uh make or make sure that Sam and Dean don't have weapons on them. And the guy finds a knife on Dean's ankle. <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna just walk in here naked. So Dean attempts to it, well, he, the, they hand the knife over and he drops it in like a deposit slot or yeah, something like, and he's oh, like no 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 so dean attempts to talk him down with you know assuring him you're right we believe you and ron's like no nobody believes me that's the whole point like no one could believe me this is crazy yeah so yeah, dean is like come here and ron is like what no like, what what are, you, what are you talking about no he's like you're the one with the gun you're calling the shots i just want to tell you something come here so ron approaches him carefully and dean says it's the bank manager and he's like what so like, why do you think we got these get-ups on we've been monitoring the cameras in the back we saw the bank manager we saw his eyes ron's like his laser eyes he's and like yes wait no no no, 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 no. but like <laughs> like you're right but you're not right it's like we're running out of time we gotta find him before he changes into someone else dean starts to get up and is able to calm and convince Ron enough to take him with him as like a hostage situation. Ron slowly at first, but then agrees and they agree to send everybody else to the vault and they're going to lock everybody else in there. We have a brief shot of cop cops gathering outside. Yeah. Inside, Ron ushers everyone into the vault. Orders Sam. Including Sam and orders Dean to lock them in. Dean tells them to stay cool and makes eye contact with a lady. Mm-hmm. The eye contact he makes though was doesn't, wasn't like Mm-mm. flirty. No. It was like, can you believe this guy? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 oh man. Shrug. And the lady goes to Sam, who is that man? And Sam. It's like, what? Who is like, like has like the look on his face, like we're in trouble. Dean is out there alone with a crazy person with a gun. He has no weapons. And like, like this, very somber. And now this chick is asking me about. Well, the, the lady asks like, who is that man? And and Sam like lost a thought, like, 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 like we're in a rough situation. Very serious. Like, he's my brother. <laughs> and she goes, he's so brave. And Sam is like, oh, oh my god. god. Like, really, that's where you went with that? Oh he's my god. so brave? 
Oh my god. Dean and Ron clear are clearing some of the back offices in the building. Dean has changed out of his jumpsuit and checks a, a door marked private. Tells um, Ron to check behind a desk. Ron slips and falls on his back on something. And it is the return of the puke-inducing pile of shit. It is the shapeshifter goo skin suit. Ron panics and screams and jumps up. Dean jumps back into the room like, Wah! ready to do karate or something. Mm-hmm. And he throws his jumpsuit down like, what? Like, I bought my hands free. <laughs> hands are free. <laughs> I have no weapons. But my hands are free. <laughs> my hands are free. <laughs> to throw hands. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> the, but he's like, okay, everybody's fine. And we're like, oh no, it's the shapeshifter goo. He goes, when it changes its form, it sheds its old skin. So now it could be anybody. And then Ron sticks his hand touches in. the goo with his bare hands. He picks it up and, and smells, smells it. it. And he goes, so weird. Its robot skin is so lifelike. Dean, frustrated, is like, it's not an android. Yeah, let's get it something straight. It's not an android. It's a shapeshifter. It's human, more or less. It has human drive. In this case, money. Generates its own skin to shape it into match someone at someone's features. Saran's so like, it kills them and takes their place. And Dean's like, well, kill or not, it doesn't really matter. He's looking at the desk and he finds a letter opener, checks it out, and it's silver, and explains Which is, that like, also hard to figure out sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it has to have, like, a, like... There has to be a mark on there it. There has a mark on it. I can't remember what it what it actually is. Um, It's, like, Y25 or something weird like that. Like, it, like, yeah. like a, a little serial number or something that, like, designates that it is silver. Yeah. But that way, like, it had, like, an it's ornately a, carved handle or, like, a, like, a yeah, engraved it's handle. But it's little. hidden. Like, and, like, look. you'd have to really look for it if it had it on it at all. Yeah. And it could, like, it, it's, I feel like it'd be rare to have a pure silver letter opener. It's probably silver plated, but that might be enough. Might be enough. Who knows? But he explains that silver hurts shapeshifters and then explains that this is where werewolf lore comes from. I'm dubious about that. And that is not true Mm. in the supernatural universe. Right. So who knows about that? (laughs) Why he said that? Then, you know, Dean marches out of the room and Ron follows him looking very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Smiles as he closes the office door. (laughs) Outside, we have a cop drama in progress. Yeah, this is like super law and order. Yeah, there's a helicopter. There's a SWAT team. There. More police all rolling up. Channel 8 News is here. The barricade is going up. A plainclothes man arrives with coffee. A detective, we assume. Yes. <laughs> and he checks in from the SWAT perspective. He's like, what's going on? No one's come out. Looks like whoever is robbing the bank locked himself in with them. And the, the guy's like, okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Cut the power. So we've got like an ongoing cop drama outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inside, Dean sees that Ron is smiling and he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, are you nuts? He's like, well, that's just it. I'm not nuts. I mean, I was so scared I was losing my marbles, but this is real. I was right, except except for the mandroid thing. He's like, like, thank you for the clarification. Thank you for that. But And the power goes out. Dean realizes, he's like, okay, the cops are here. Which shocks Ron. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, they're here. He's like, who? The cops. The cops? Like, <gasps> sir, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen when you you, you brought locked, a gun into a bank? You locked yourself in a bank with a loaded gun. Like, and shot twice and then went, this is not a robbery. <laughs> Corralled have, people. Yeah. You know, like. Bank tellers Bank tellers have a button. Well, the, and Dean says, he's yeah. like, you weren't exactly a smooth criminal about this, Ron. You didn't even secure the security guard. He probably called them. Yeah. yeah. And Ron's like, well, I, I didn't think to. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> You don't think anything 
thing yeah. about this. Like, this, this is a bad plan. So Dean goes into damage control mode and is like assessing the situation. He's like, okay, they probably got us surrounded. They cut the power to the camera, so there's no way for us to tell who the shapeshifter is. We're not looking good, Ron. <laughs> Something clatters from off screen. Dean says, like, did you hear that? And like, like makes that cut. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> Dean's got the gun, or uh, Ron's got the gun and makes eye contact with Dean like, like, yes, I did. In the vault, the lady is still bugging Sam about how yeah. wonderful Dean is. Has your brother always been so wonderful? I mean, staring down that gun, the way he played right into that psycho's head, telling him what he wanted to hear. Mm. He's like a real hero. You're literally being held captive in a vault right now. <laughs> you could die. And Sam's like, yeah. Yeah. The vault door starts to open. She, she's standing really close to Sam. Yeah, she yes. is. Like, he keeps moving away from her. Yeah, she, she keeps like, moving closer. She's like, let me, can you talk about your brother some more? Your brother is amazing. And, and Sam's like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, like, we're not, can nope. we not have this conversation, no. please? Yeah, we the, see Dean uh, through, like, the opening as he, like, the door is opening. And she's like, oh my god, you've saved us. And we see a significant shot on Dean's gun. This was like... Which was like, for a second I was like, oh, he's a shapeshifter Yeah, now. I was like, is because he didn't have a gun before. No. But it's like, oh, he took the gun off the security guard. We assume. We assume. This was but it like, was a weird, like... Because they found the security guard? And he was, yeah. But then Because like, the security guard was one of the people that they were ushering in when then, he opened the door. He's yeah. like, oh, I just found some more people. And he lets a few more people in. The lady's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's the security guard's gun is, yeah. is what he's got. But yeah. then, I mean, this whole scene felt like weird when he was like, just found some more people and he was letting them in. And he was like, Sam, can I see you outside? And with the gun, I was like... Yeah, it was weird vibes and I think it was supposed to be because the people in the vault the last time they saw him he was a hostage yeah. and now he's got a gun yeah. and appears to be taking part in the robbery yeah yeah. and then Sam gets let out too it's very like I think it's supposed to be kind of weird so Sam comes out and Dean gives kind of like an apologetic smile before shutting the door again yeah. <laughs> outside and during the cop drama there's a bunch of SWAT teams running around inside Dean explains to Sam that the shifter has changed shape again and they don't know what it is, who it is. Um, or when it happened. Or when it happened. It could be someone still losing the building. It could be someone in the vault. We don't know. Sam reminds Dean that he's a wanted man. Yeah, he's like, so even if we do find the damn thing, how the hell are we getting out of here? It's Dean's like, like, one problem at a time. It's like, it's like way to be a downer, Sam. <laughs> yeah. yep. Dean says that he's going to do a sweep of the place, see if he can find any stragglers. And then he said we have to play a game of find the freak and hands Sam a letter opener. And he's like, I found this for you. Stay here and help Ron manage things. And <laughs> Sam's like, help him manage? Are you insane? Which he says very loudly. Yeah. yeah. And Dean looks over at Ron, who's like, what? He's he gives him a big thumbs up, like, yeah, and an okay sign. Like, yeah, yeah. it's all going good. And, uh, and Dean's like, look, I know this isn't how we wanted it to, like, play out. And, and Sam's like, understatement. Like, we, this... we are mid-bank heist. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely didn't plan this heist, but it happened. And Dean, Dean's like, listen, if we let the cops in right now, Ronald gets arrested. We get arrested. The shift gets away. We're probably never going to find it again. Throughout this this part of the episode and and like further on, this whole time I was thinking that this would be a great like video game to play. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, like a horror game. Yeah. Walking around the bank in the dark mm -hmm. looking, uh, looking as, for as Dean looking for the shapeshifter and then later when the cops come in hiding from them while still looking for the shapeshifter, not knowing who's the shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. And yes, then very, maybe... Very, very, very effective horror yeah. situation. And then maybe changing perspectives as people like you're playing mm -hmm. as Dean playing as Sam yeah, yeah. cool yeah I mean it's you know a sign of a successful horror story yeah the, you know, the the ability to like maintain that tension 
Mm-hmm. It was good. And like um, getting the call from the yeah, like as Dean, and then you get to pick up the phone. Ron is standing in the light, like by the <laughs> windows, and Sam, like as Dean's talking, like gives Dean a look, like um, turn around and look at what Ron's doing. He could and, be dead right then. And Dean is like, Ron, out of the light, and he's like Ron pointing. What are you gun? doing? Yeah, he's playing with the gun. He's he's got a rifle. He, he's just like playing with it. It's standing in like the beam from the spotlight, and Dean's like, What are you doing? Get out! Get out! And Ron's like. Oh, like I didn't, re- I didn't realize what I was doing. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. And, and like, like gets back behind cover, and Dean's, and Dean's like, <laughs> he's our guy. Yup. And Sam's like, seriously? Dean's like, yeah. Ron's plan was a bad one, bit of a crazy plan, but crazy's the only game in town, okay? <laughs> so he leaves Ron and Sam to go sweep the building, and Sam has just this awkward, like, hi, hi Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you hate me. Hi. Now they didn't really do the, the I mean, part of the whole thing in the, the shapeshifter episode is like who's the shapeshifter right but they didn't do the thing that they did in skin which was the shapeshifter taking the well, form of Sam Rodine. yeah yeah um, I was expecting them to do that and that's probably why they didn't yeah because because they did that last time and we'd be expecting that but that's always something you have to be aware of and be concerned like buddy system is important I was gonna yeah. say why split up because you would never know yeah the buddy system is so important when you um, have a shapeshifter situation yeah I was gonna say I was gonna say I mean Sam is with Ronald, but yeah, Dean went off on his own. And we know, we we don't know if it's a universal shapeshifter thing, or if it was just the one in skin, but we know at least the one in skin has some ability to maintain a second connection to the people it's turned into. Yeah. So having something like a passcode or something to let you know that you're the real person wouldn't necessarily work, because yeah. they've got a psychic connection and can read your surface thoughts. Or at least the one in skin could. Yeah. Which which adds this other layer of complication, because they know what to say to make you, to make you believe it's them. Yeah. But we don't really address that here. The shapeshifter is more just to set the tone of the where is it, where is it hiding kind of spooky rather than it's, it's, it's a slightly different focus on that part of the horror that than the, the one that Skin had. So, but always something uh, something you do have to keep in mind and consider is the buddy system is important in a shapeshifter scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we learned this from earlier the show. We learned this from shows like Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yes. Buddy system. Very important. Do you goes down a hall, dodging windows, and hears a lot of, like, creaks and noises. And it's just mostly very spooky. Yeah. Very spooky. Yeah, this was the part where I was like, this would be very cool yeah. as a video game. Down in the vault, everyone looks hot and sweaty, and the security guard looks not so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sam opens the door, and he's like, I'm gonna keep this open, get you folks some fresh air. And he's like, but nobody leaves this vault. And he's sort of standing in the doorway, and the phone rings. <laughs> which mm-hmm. startles Ron. The lady inside the vault is like, I don't know, I don't understand why you're helping him. And Sam's like, there is nothing I can say <laughs> that makes this better. Ron picks up the phone. <sighs> like, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> like, uh, security guard is like, I need to get out of here. And Sam is like, sir, I'm very sorry, but you have to stay put. Ron on the phone is, is <laughs> what like... What do you mean demands? Oh I don't God. have demands. What are you talking about? I'm Sam, not a bank robber. Yeah, Sam's like, Ron, <laughs> hang up. I'm not a bank robber. And the guard is like, I gotta get out of here. And, and, and there's a guy hel- like helping. And holding he's like, him he's up. Like, he's like collapsing on the floor. He's like, I'm like, more of a crime fighter. I'm on the phone, <laughs> not on the phone. Yeah. And the guy helping the security guard is like, I think he's having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sam keeps looking back from Ron to the guy having a heart attack to, to Ron. Ron. And he's like, Ronald. And then uh, Sam turns back to the guy who's like falling down. And Ron is like, no, I'm, I'm acting alone. <laughs> <laughs> And Sam finally goes over and puts the phone back on the receiver and is like, Ronald, the less the cops know, the better. 
<laughs> and uh, and then the guy's like, yeah, I think this dude's having a heart attack. <laughs> Sam is just like, watch the door. So he picks up the phone to call out out of the building. Right. Don't know how he knows what number he's calling. I assume he would call like 911. I assume the easiest number would be 911. Like put me in touch with. Put, put me through to the police who the, are at the, the, the bank police right who, now. The police who are already here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm someone inside the bank. Yeah. <laughs> I assume this is that's how that would happen. Elsewhere in the building, Dean is still clearing rooms and would it's they, spooky. Sam is on the phone with the detective and the detective says like, can you tell me how many hostages that this guy's taken? And Sam just says that one of the people in here could be having heart trouble. You need to send in a paramedic. And the detective is like, all right, like stay calm, sir. We'll have folks out. We'll have you folks out of there in no time. And Sam on the phone is like, well, just send in the paramedic, okay? Don't try anything else, please. Like, don't try to be cops about this. This is a more dangerous situation than you think. And the guy in the vault is like, paramedic? This guy doesn't have time for that, man. <laughs> like, great. Like, and Sam's like, sorry. Or, no, Ron, no, he's no, like, I'm no, sorry, but nobody's no, getting out. <laughs> and the guy's like, he's dying right in front of you. Dean, Back with Dean. Yeah, Dean's still clearing the building. He sees a ceiling panel out of place and grabs, like, a coat rack yeah. and starts poking at it. And a full body falls through the ceiling. I thought it was going to be a raccoon. It just collapses. <laughs> Something falls. We, f- we see on the floor, it's a body. Uh, Dean rolls him over with his bare hands. <laughs> just kind of touches just, this dead should body. Should have used the coat rack. Should have used the coat rack. No, nope, but he grabs yeah. him. Grab him. But he, he grabs him with yep. his hands. And with his it's, ungloved <laughs> fingers. It's this guy who had been pleading with Sam and Ron, uh, holding Which up the security guard. I looked it up, and apparently his name is Samson. They never say his name. Oh. <laughs> the character's name is the Samson. Character's the character's name, name is Samson. Samson. No, well, no, they never introduce him. And he's got his throat slit. Down in the vault, tensions are high when Dean arrives and talks to Sam in hushed tones. Sam goes in to get the security guard, and he's like, yeah, you're we're, you're right. We gotta get this guy out of here. And the the shifter man is like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. And he's like, no, no, I got it. I, I got it. It's cool. And the shifter's like, hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And makes eye contact with Dean through, through the <laughs> open door. Sam gets the security guard out and away. Dean goes up to the vault and he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a sec? Ask this guy. Of, instead of just shutting the door. Yep. And so Dean, just, Dean and the shifter have this like stare down, like eye contact staring thing. Yep. And Dean approaches all posture yeah. Aggressive. Like, hey, can I, can I talk to you? And the guy's like, you have the gun, whatever. And approaches, grabs it, slams Dean into the vault door, and takes off past him. Ron runs after him. He's like, stop, get back here, and aims his gun. Sam and the security guard hear the commotion behind them. They're already partway up the stairs, heading out, out of the building. They see the shifter booking it across the lobby. They see Ron running out after him, trying to stop the shifter. Sam sees a sniper laser on Ron's back. He tries to call out to Ron to get down, but Ron doesn't hear him or get down he fast enough. He just kind of stands there. Well, he, I think he's, 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 it's, a, it's going in slow-mo, sort of. But, like, in the like slow-mo, he, it looks like he just kind of, like... Well, he stands there, because he's, like, it's like clearly sees the guy has, like, booked it out of his range. Yeah. And, it, and he, like, you know, had slowed to a stop in line of sniper fire, and it goes into slow motion, and the sniper takes the shot and shoots Ron in the back, through like, the chest. Through the heart, basically. And Ron drops. Sam looks on, like, pained, like, ooh. Ooh. Dean, who was pursuing Ron, skids to a stop, dives for cover, 
looks distraught. Yeah. People are running out of the vault. Now, yeah, there's um, still much commotion going on outside. Inside, the hostages are breaking out of the vault. So now not only is the shifter loose in the building again, but now we've got multiple people loose in the building. Yes. (gasps) Sam gives Dean the key. Is that what he had? He had, like, something wrapped up, like, balled up in his hand that looked like a cord that had the key on it. Like, did Ron give Sam the key? We didn't see that happen. And what what else was he giving him? I I assume he must have had it because he was going to be helping the the security security guard out out of the building. So he was like, here, take this key and get the security guard out of here. But what we see, like, Sam and Dean behind cover can see the body of, like, Ron's body on the lobby floor. And there's there's an exchange, which must be the key. Yeah. But it's kind of unclear. He tells Dean to take care of the security guard and he takes off after the shifter. Dean looks pained and conflicted. He stealthily goes up to Ron's body. Both of, both of them as they move through the lobby, making good use of the chest high walls mm-hmm. spread throughout the room. Dean, in cover, where he can see Ron's body, says, it takes a takes a second to do like a little eulogy for him. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. You did a good job tracking this thing. And takes Ron's gun. And we, we get a, a shot of dead Ron. Yeah. Which is very sad. Mm-hmm. And obvious that Dean is upset about this. Mm-hmm. And knowing Dean's thought process. He blames himself yeah. <laughs> for this. He like, should have like, saved him. He should have saved him. He wasn't fast enough. If they had told him the truth, mm-hmm. if he had insisted on telling the truth, he would have not He would not have been here. Yeah. None of this would have happened. Yeah. Sam investigates a closet <laughs> and what's the room? There's <laughs> nothing in it. Uh, he a turns around. Yeah, he turns around and there's our lady and she's like, please, please don't hurt us. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're in danger. Get back to the vault. <laughs> and then they just take off to elsewhere in the building. Like, it's the lady and a couple other people. Yeah. They, they just, just, they they just, just wander. They just, just they just take off. And it's like, okay, well, we've just got a whole bunch of people just loose. Outside, it's chaos. Dean is leading the security guard in front of him out of the building. He sees the chaos in the streets and it's the scene we saw from the intro. Dean, fearful, scans the scene. We see Dean get the security guard to the paramedics. He's telling the police to get back and we see the police and the detective in like that monitoring room and the policeman says like, one of the hostages has taken over. The detective's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, this is not how heists no. usually go. No. <laughs> like, uh, one of the hostages saw the opportunity for a bank robbery? Yeah, what? Took it. Seize the day. Like, all right. Wild. Dean goes back in and closes and locks the door. And as he's locking it, he's like, we are so screwed. Inside, Sam uh, found shapeshifter goo in the stairwell and calls Dean. Apparently, this shapeshifter can change faster than the one in St. Louis. So we're back to square one again. Most of the employees... Sam, Sam says most of the employees are still in the vault. Are they, though? Are they? You just saw a whole bunch of them running around in the, loose in the building. <laughs> so Dean's like, okay, Sam, you clear the building. I'll round them up. <laughs> we have to start We're gonna corral all these people again. Start over from start square one. Over again. Two more cars roll up. Uh, FBI gets out. The police in the monitoring room are like, shit, the feds are here. The detective is like, shit. Just crap. Yeah, and he says crap, but... It's network television. Yeah. They say crap. Yeah, he's like, crap. What? The feds are here. Oh, Oh, crap. (laughs) And FBI guys come in, and I remembered who this was. I remembered Victor. Yeah. Um, Special Agent Hendrickson. Victor Hendrickson. So they go into the, you know, the classic cop versus fed. And, like, like this is an ongoing drama that's happening outside. Yeah. Yeah. We are are just tuning in in little brief little snippets to the drama that is is ongoing. Which I liked better than Usual Suspects. Yes. Which we can talk about later, but (laughs) we'll we'll get there when we get there. We get there when we get there.
yes, I, yeah. The, the way they did this, this ongoing drama, yeah. much better. Because yeah. I don't actually care about any of these people. No, <laughs> but it's exciting enough that... Like, like and they're having, they're, it's, it is a cop drama. Yeah. Um, but then do the, the classic cop well, Let me guess, you're the lead dog now, but you want my full cooperation. The FBI guy, uh, Special Agent Hendrickson's like, I don't give a rat's ass what you do. Uh, you can get a donut and go home and, like, bang your wife. I don't care. What I do need is your SWAT team locked and loaded. And the detective's like, listen. Your SWAT team. Your SWAT, SWAT team, team locked and loaded. <laughs> their, their knees, uh, not. <laughs> knees, their knees locked okay. and loaded. <laughs> And the detective's like, listen, agent, something's not right about this heist. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not going down like a usual heist. Like, that's because it isn't one. You have no idea what you're dealing with. There is a monster inside that bank. And I was like, does he know? For that? a second, I, for a second, I was like, well, it, it would be different if it was like Homeland Security or like someone yeah. higher up yeah. than FBI. Yeah. That could be like, we actually know that shapeshifters are real and we're not going to tell you because you're just police and if we're the was, government. Yeah, for, for a second, it's like they want you to think he's Mul- he's Mulder. Yeah. Right. I would have liked it if they did. I really wanted it to be... You want someone, quotes, on their side. You know, like somebody who would believe them, yeah. even if they're on the wrong side of, like, the law about it. So they let you think for at least a little bit that he's, like, he says monster specifically. Monster. Like, oh, well, like, yes, there is a, there's monster, a monster in there. there. <laughs> Sir, are you aware? <laughs> Sir, are you aware? <laughs> are you aware? Sir, are you aware? Sam, inside, sweeping the building. Dean is rounding up Whenever the civilians. I'm thinking that he Dean is rounding up the civilians again. Yeah, leads them back into the vault. <laughs> and the lady's like, I thought you were one of the good, good guys. guys. Dean is like, like, tries to have just a quiet moment of connection with her. Yeah, he's like, what's your name? And she's like, why would you care? So he introduces himself. He says, I'm Dean. And she says, I'm Sherry. Hi, Sherry. And it, like, he, Hi, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's trying to have like a personal connection. Yeah. And, like, and like, keep her calm. And the, phone rings. Sherry. <laughs> the phone rings. The phone rings. He says, everything's going to be all right. This will all be over soon. And there's an ominous he, zoom Yeah, he picks Sherry. up. Right. He picks up the phone. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, you've got to be prepared for whatever's going to come out of this, the end of this phone. And it's, it's Hendrickson. Yeah. Special Sherry. Agent Victor Hendrickson. And he's like, yeah, I'm not, listen, I'm not really in the negotiating mood right now. And he's like, good, me neither. It's my job to bring you in. Uh, a lives a bonus, but not necessary. It's like, whoa, that's kind of harsh for a federal agent, don't you think? It's like, well, you're not the typical suspect, are you, Dean? And he's like, oh, you know my name? <laughs> Dean surprise Pikachu face. Yeah, literally. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> I want you and Sam out here unarmed or we come in. He's like, and yes, I know about Sam too. The Bonnie to your Clyde. <laughs> Which like, uh, well, why Bonnie and Clyde? Because they when were Butch, like together. When, when Butch, Butch Cassidy, Cassidy and the Sundance Kid are like right there. <laughs> I don't why know did much. you... Why did you go with Bonnie and Clyde? Like, I guess because it's a more, like, well-known reference, maybe, but... Butch and Sundance. It, it makes more sense. Butch and Sundance. The Butch to your Sundance. Yeah. Butch and Sundance. The yeah. Sundance to your Butch. Yeah. Makes more sense. It makes more sense. Than a couple that's, like, together. Yeah. Uh, a ro- like, a romantic win- couple. Uh, yeah. The Winces. Yeah. The Winces yeah. shippers are typing. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, yeah. They're, they're sniffling and they're like, oh, so you don't think Winces... 
is a thing. Well, well, season, well, Victor well, thinks- <laughs> well, well, season two, episode twelve, minutes such and such. Victor said, Bonnie and Clyde. Victor said Bonnie and Clyde were referring to Dean and Dean and Sam. Butch and Sundance would have been better. Yep, should have been Butch and Sundance. Dean's like, how do you even know we were here? And, uh, and Victor's like, go screw yourself. That's how I knew. And the <laughs> look on Dean's face, he's like, uh, uh, rude. Literally surprised. Rude. That's so rude. Yeah, surprised Pikachu face again. He's like, uh. uh. And like, 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 I like the attitude that they're giving Hendrickson, mm-hmm. but also that's like we don't have time to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, we don't have time to unpack all of that. Uh, screw yourself, that's how I know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> somehow the fed, the feds know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do the writers know? <laughs> yeah. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> So Victor's like, uh, says that it's his job to know about Dean, that he's been looking for him for weeks now, that he heard about the murder in St. Louis, that he knows about the Houdini act he played in Baltimore. Which was? Which was? Usual suspects. Usual okay, suspects. That's what I was when, thinking. like, Pete but, took the van out with him, and then they, yeah. they found, Diana and Sam found she Pete, was like, and then they killed like, Pete. Not and then about yeah, and I'm she was like, gonna go. Yeah. yeah, they just escaped. Yeah, they just escaped. And he's like, I know all about the desecrations, the theft. I know about your dad. He's like, my dad? He's you like, know you know shit about my you dad. You know crap about my dad. At, yeah, as he's like, he gets to, you know, desecrations and thefts, Dean is looking more and more concerned. His face is falling. He says, I know about your dad. And Dean closes off and like, like, like calls up the bravado again. Like, uh-huh. You, you don't know, know crap be. about my dad. And then Victor starts in again. Ex-Marine raises kids on the road. He's like, oh, you do know about my dad. <laughs> Cheap motels, backwoods cabins, real paramilitary survivalist type. And Dean's face is starting to fall mm-hmm. again. Yep. He's like, I just don't know what kind of wacko he was. White supremacist, Timmy McVeigh? He was a I'd... bomber. Oh. The Oklahoma City I'm Federal sorry. Building. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even look it up. I was going to, In but 19... I forgot. 1995. Until 9-11, that was the biggest domestic terror attack in the United States. Yikes. And still one of the biggest. Yeah. But why did, why did he relate him to that? Well, so look at it from an outside look at John from an outside perspective right the, the kind of John's kind of the closed off kind yeah the, the, the paramilitary behavior the, mm. the the paranoid bringing guns everywhere making your own explosives and he brings up white supremacist hmm. none of which Dean denies yeah, yeah. and like hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> makes sense he's like you got no right to talk about my dad like that he was a hero like Dean you it's don't like, believe do you believe that you no. don't believe mm-hmm. that Dean yeah, right. Sounds like it. Yeah, and Victor says that you have one hour to make a decision or we come in through those doors and hangs up. And Dean is upset. He's like, we are in so much trouble. Yeah. And Victor then uh, talking to the detective is like, scramble your men. Five minutes, then we go in. <laughs> and I was like, you told him he had an hour. That's not the rules. That's not fair. Come on. And the detective says as much. Yeah. He's like, hey. hey. Come on, man. He's like, they've let out one hostage. They haven't hurt anyone as far as we can tell. Yeah, when someone was hurt. They brought they, him outside. Yeah. And Victor's like, you don't know these Winchesters. They're dangerous, smart, and expertly trained. But it was Dean that brought the hurt guy outside. Yeah. Right. But they were probably then still thinking, like, whatever happened at this with this original bank robber, the Winchesters took over the situation and are now more dangerous because of it. Yeah. And the detective's like, we can't, there are people in there, civilians, we can't risk all those people. Yeah. And Victor's like, trust me, Dean is a greater risk to them than we are. Damn. (laughs) I don't think 
Mm-mm. I don't think so. Yeah, Detective was like, this is crazy. <laughs> Victor's like, crazy is in there. I just hung up on it. And like, from their perspective, yes, Dean is a serial killer. True. He's who, disappeared. Who faked his death, got caught in Baltimore briefly, and vanished. His brother, who they haven't been able to pin exactly to the same crimes, but has been following serial killer Dean around the country. Yeah, he's been with him has this been, whole time. Has been at the crime scenes as well. Disappeared from like a third floor room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently can fly. Yep. <laughs> also also vanished has, and has been tied to a number of different crime scenes as well. And now bank robberies and <laughs> like, ra- raised by a... a dug uh, up graves? Yeah, the, yep. the, the, the weird grave, desecration? ra- grave desecrations Ooh. and stuff. The, the torture? Yeah. Torturing yeah. people? Yeah, that's weird. And yeah, now they're doing a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this seems like a bad situation. Yeah. Yes. From his perspective. We've got a serial killer doing a bank robbery. So if, if in his mind, this is a serial killer doing a bank robbery, those people are in danger. Deep danger. Yeah. Sam is looking around uh, in the bank. He finds a little blood on the floor in front of a door. He gets his letter opener ready and opens the door. And Sherry falls out, her throat slit. So we're like, oh man, Sherry, we just saw Sherry in the vault. Yeah. And we saw Sherry loose running in the building. So. Gotta be Sherry. Sam comes back to the vault and Dean is like, we got a bit of a problem outside. (laughs) And Sam's like, we got a bit of a problem in here. And then they they talk for a second and Dean uh, is like, Sherry, we're we're gonna let you go. It's like as a show of good faith to the cops, and she's like, she is suspicious. Yeah, like, yeah, I, like, I think I'd rather stay in here with the others. And she catches a glimpse of Sam holding the le- letter opener. Oh, this yeah. She sees the light shine off it, and like he's got a knife. Yeah, knife. So because we believe that this is the shapeshifter, we believe that the, sh- the shapeshifter sees and recognizes the silver. Yes, and like and like starts to prepare a plan. Yeah, knowing what we know, that she's is- just a scared young woman. That would be terrifying. Who's like, oh, wow, They're, the guy with Too the gun grown. is like, come outside. And the guy with the knife is hiding it. <laughs> Two grown Two men. Two grown men are like, hey, come with us alone. Ah. Uh, no, I would rather I... stay here where I'm a little bit safer. Yeah, where there's other people around. Yeah. I'm not going alone anywhere with you guys. Mm-mm. That's very scary. Dean's like, I'm afraid I'm going to have to insist. And he's got the gun. It's like, well, damn, didn't give her much of a choice. <laughs> so, I mean, she's not, she's not panicking yet. She's mm-hmm. holding it together. And from what, you know, the audience, thinks that or knows this is we believe is the shapeshifter yeah it was like okay like well they're gotta be ready for her to just like take off <laughs> yeah yeah they lead her to the dead sherry and show it to her and she's like oh my god she and she starts freaks screaming. out full panic and like and they're I like do... wow you're a good actor uh, yeah Dean's like so community theater or are you just naturally that good and then she faints and they're like um and then, and then, but like, Sam has his letter opener ready yeah. he's like this is the last time you become anybody ever she hits the floor <laughs> and, then, and Sam goes like a huh <laughs> and they're both like, like uh, they, they both just take a second like and like look at her look to at the, the dead to, sherry to, to her to and dead sherry even then like, and even me watching this I was like huh yeah like, yeah huh? like for a second I was like I knew that the shapeshifter was up. something was up that the shapeshifter was probably <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> something was up there's two of them <laughs> I was like, there's, there's gotta be, he's gotta be like faking it, like, you know? What's the plan here? Right. Yeah. So Dean's like, okay. And he All goes, right, goes, he goes oh my God. And, and Sam's like, Dean, stop. What is the plan? Yeah, here? what is the advantage of this plan? Fainting wouldn't help the shapeshifter to survive. And Dean's so like, Dean goes over to the dead Sherry and we hear a crash still, off screen. You can, you can see her breathing I mean, though. You can, you can yeah. see her neck. She swallowed. Yeah. And it like, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, so, well, she's just not as good at acting 
being dead. <laughs> yeah, we hear a crash off screen, and Dean looks away for a second, and the dead Sherry is like, comes to life and grabs his throat, choking him. And then the fainted Sherry wakes up, and Sam helps her up. That would be and, and, she's, such, and she's back in full panic. That would be yeah. such a trip to see see yourself dead, faint, wake up, and yourself it's dead is alive, killing, killing someone, someone, killing someone. Dean tells Sam to get her out of there as he fights the shifter. She gets him off of her and takes off. <laughs> so now she's loose again. Yep. We've lost her again. We nurse, see that... Nurse, she's gotten out again. <laughs> <laughs> we see that the SWAT team had, was the one that, like, made the crash that we heard. We see them stepping into the hall from, like, a broken oh, window. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, there's all this glass yeah. on the floor. <laughs> yeah. The, the SWAT that team. That makes more sense. I yep. was like, where did that noise come from? Yep. It was the SWAT team. They, I was like, is it the, the people in the, in the vault? That doesn't make any sense. Were they just getting rowdy in there? <laughs> Breaking nope. glass from Yeah. Fun. Nope, they're, they've entered the building. Variety! <laughs> We're getting bored! Dean is in the basement? Someplace with pipes? Yeah. Yeah. Elsewhere he, in the building. Here's them and hides. The SWAT team comes through the room, leaves again, and then he's sort of like, is like stalking them. The SWAT team, run, go, going clearing the halls, finds one of the Sherry's. Yeah, the Sherry who is dressed in her, like, dress, her clothes. The, the yeah. dead Sherry who we thought had her throat slit was in like lingerie. a slip like lingerie. So unless they've had a quick costume change, this is the real Sherry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, a, in the hall, hands up, begging. She's like, don't, don't, don't shoot. Don't I work here. Yeah. And they usher her out of the building. So, but Sam's not with her. No. But we they go around the corner, not that far away, and we see a guy in like a button up that looks like it could be a flannel, but it could also just be a button up. And just like a silhouette. And, and they're like, freeze. Dean is looking for the shapeshifter. And gets palmed in the face by someone. Okay, so he... First, though, he walks past... So he goes to this door, and it says, Danger, high voltage. So yeah, and he opens it and looks and in, looks like, huh, in like, huh, huh, huh. Wonder what's in there. And then he closes it, and then he looks around, like, mm-hmm. And then he turns around and he goes, boom. Because yeah. he gets, yeah, palmed in the face, and that jump scare got oh, me. Oh, it did? did. <laughs> I would, oh, God. <laughs> Upstairs, somewhere else in the building, the SWAT team is fighting Sam. Yeah. Sam turns around, grabs the and SWAT like, guy's gun, knocks them out. I'm like, how did he body the entire squad team? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's really not to hard say it. because I keep imagining it. He keeps coming in right now. But you, I mean, it was just two, like two guys? Yeah, it was two, just, guys. Okay. two guys. I thought it was the whole No, no. that was so funny. <laughs> Sam with a gun just knocking everybody out. No, because then because then, squadron. Oh, yeah. So yeah, squad, squad, squad team. Squadron. Squadron is squad team. So Dean is, Dean is fighting with the shapeshifter and he gets his letter open her out. He grabs onto her and starts pulling her skin off. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, gross. This effect, this effect made me literally out loud. I was like, I had to pause it. I was like, I, I almost gagged when Ron picked up the stuff and sniffed yeah. it. I was, that was bad. But, uh, but this yeah, is this the, was like, this was bad sounds, too. The sound the of sounds, it. Yeah. I had to off. pause it because I literally was like, ew, ew, ew. Get, get away from me. <laughs> it was disgusting. The, and the underskin bit, like the the, yeah. blood, the blood vessels, and it's like, and like it wasn't like like gushing blood. It no, was no. it was it was it was it was the stuff that's uh, in between actual muscle and the skin. Yeah. yeah, and it was actually really realistic. Yeah, yeah. I've had an injury where it looked like that. Yeah, and uh, like like the skin had sustained enough damage that it 
sloughed off like that. And yep. The, uh, it's like, yeah, that's what that looks like. That's pretty realistic. Except it come, comes off her entire arm like uh, that. <sighs> and it just it just comes loose in Dean's hand. Like like sloughs. Like 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 it's a, like a defense mechanism, like a salamander losing his tail or something uh, to make it hard to hold on to her or something. Yeah. It, it was that was really cool. Gross. She kicks him in the groin and knees him in the head a couple times. But he's still up. The way that no, with the force that she kicked him, yeah. he would be down. I feel like he would have been knocked out. But she? he gets up and pins her against the wall and manages to stab her in the chest with the letter opener. And she slumps down. And we see, like, interspersed, we see s- scenes of the SWAT team running around throughout this fight. And I'm like, this looks bad. Dean, um... This looks kneel- really bad. <laughs> yeah, Dean inspects the shapeshifter's body, and we see a flashlight shine on him, and two boots walk into frame. Like, the, and they're, they're the tactical boots we've seen a number of times entering the frame before it, like, pans up to reveal SWAT team members. Yeah. We, that, those are the same booted feet we saw entering the building. We've seen them turning a couple corners in the various scenes. So we're primed to believe a SWAT team member is here. Yeah. But, like, the SWAT guys and Victor are running around the bank. Right. So uh, more SWAT guys are entering, and we see Victor enter the scene. Same way we just saw those booted feet enter. We see yeah. more booted feet, and then we see fancy shoes, hands up, and it's Victor. The SWAT team, and we see, like, a, a bunch of scenes in quick succession. The SWAT team has found the body of the man from the vault who was trying to help the security guard, but was actually the shifter, mm-hmm. the the the, re- the body of the real guy, and declare him dead. They find yeah, SWAT guy finds the shapeshifter body and is like, I just walked her out of the bank. She must have a twin sister or something. So, but no Dean, but no so Dean. So I like so that must of course that must have been Sam. Well, yes. so now you know the audience is left wondering like, well, what what just happened? Where's Dean? Who was that? The cops report back to Victor. Yes, yeah, sir. My team uh, says it's secure. They're gone. And Victor's like, well, then you just then you tear this place apart. Yeah. Because we've got the building surrounded. They can't have gotten out. They're hiding somewhere here. And they're like, no. And he's like, no, we're pretty sure they're gone. And he's like, okay, well, yeah, how do you know that? And he leads Victor to a room where there are two guys bound and unconscious in their boxers. And Victor realizes what's happened. This was an Ocean's Eleven type reveal. Yeah, it was. was. And Renegade by Styx begins to play. Yeah. Which is great. I love, oh my God. This was a great scene. So the no other sound really, just that you know the beginning of Renegade by Sticks. We see two guys in SWAT gear running up an external set of stairs into a parking garage, heading over to the Impala, taking off their gear as they and go. Like, but for a split second, I was like, are they like for a very split second? I thought that they were gonna get into their car and see all of their guns and stuff. Right, like oh, they, like right. they were gonna be like discovered. Discovered. Right. No, they get into the car, take their gear off, and it's Sam and Dean who got out by hiding in the SWAT gear. Mm-hmm. And they're, they, they breathe for a second. Heavy breathing, exhausted. And Dean says, we are so screwed. And they roll out in the Impala. To, the jig is up. To, yeah, to more Renegade. Yeah. The news is out. They're finally found me. And we end the episode. That was like... So what do we think? That was a it really was good, good episode. This was a good... Ep- that was a good episode. It was that very was good. A really good episode. I remembered this episode mm-hmm. in like large... Largely, I remembered this episode. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked this episode. I liked the outro a lot. Yeah. The the last scene with the re- music. Like, made the, like, like it was a yeah. good episode overall. The last scene, fan- 
fantastic. With them trying to find him. And yes. the, like, the Ocean's Eleven type. Yeah. yeah that I'm was... not sure the timeline actually works because they had five minutes, but... <laughs> yeah. Right? And, like, to get all that gear on and, like, take it off of the guys and, and put it on. And the running through the... I'm not sure the timeline actually works, but, but it was... It, it was, was a, fun. It was really timeline. fun, and it was Ocean's Eleven level fun. We yeah. got a little bit of that kind of feel from mm-hmm. this heist episode. Yeah. Upsetting day. A very upsetting day for the boys. Yeah. Upsetting day. Uh, loved Ronald. Mm-hmm. Upsetting that Ronald died. Yeah. Yeah. Ronald, yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was an interesting character. The shifter is dead, so they technically did solve the problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They did. They uh, they got out alive they got out without alive. being caught by the police. But Dean's mm-hmm. face again. Dean's face is on, on national camera. news. <laughs> Before, his face was technically, he was drawn. They had a police sketch yeah. before. Now they really like, got and, his And face. they had the shifter's dead body yeah, of yeah, him. to compare to. But now his face is on national news at the s- scene of this bank and they have vanished yet again. Yeah. And they've made another enemy in Victor in Hendrickson, Victor. who will he... return. <gasps> nice. Nice. So now they've got someone else following them. They've got oh. Victor and Gordy. They've got Hunters and the Law. Yes. Everyone hates them. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. So the ongoing cop drama that's happening throughout this that we just keep getting these little interspersed clips. I like this a lot better. Much more successful than the usual suspects. Which tried to do too much in too little time and Mm -hmm. tried to give us like backstory of like a romance and everything that was happening and like make it dramatic. But this was like cop drama that was in progress and like we got little snippets of it that And we got the drama between the FBI and it it was really tight. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the concise cop, and, and the drama that's happening in those little snippets was big and dramatic. It's not. It wasn't these weird long hallway shots and drinking coffee. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. And just office stuff. It, it which wasn't enough to hold up the episode. This this was it served and the episode. I loved it was, how big it was. Like, yeah, this was a big episode too. Like yeah. I loved how when he walked out and he was like, oh shit. Yeah, like like and he we're realized in how the, the scale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the scale of what they had gotten themselves into. So yeah, they're. they're they're in trouble. Yeah. Um, they've got a couple big enemies now following them. They're not great at making friends right no. now. No, they're not. Following John's footsteps? <laughs> John w- was bad at making friends on like a personal level. Mm-hmm. These guys ju- just just can't catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just want to think for a minute and sort of reassess where they are resource-wise, right? right? So We haven't talked to Bobby in a while. We haven't talked to Bobby yeah. in so long. I miss Bobby. I miss Bobby so much. I know he's coming up in the next couple episodes. Okay, good. He, he will come back See, episode 14. 15? 15, yes. I think. Like three episodes, which is an episode I'm super looking forward to. Because, no, no I was spoilers. Looking, because I was looking for like season two pictures to draw Dean from. Mm-hmm. And I saw one with Bobby and I was like, what episode is this from? It says season two, episode 15. I was like, he might come in in 14. I don't know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's episode 15 is the one I'm thinking of, which no spoilers, but I'm very excited for us to get to that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah so we haven't heard from Bobby in a while, but in theory, they could go back to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Ellen at the road, Ellen and Ash at the roadhouse, but the roadhouse isn't really safe for them to go back to right now yeah. because of Gordon's connections. Gordy. And who else knows? If he's got connections, who knows how many angry hunters are out there? They've, they've got Ellen and Ash, but they don't 
um, they, they don't really have the roadhouse anymore. Right. At least, at least for the time being. We should being. find like like a, a cute like coffee shop to meet up with with Ellen. <laughs> It'd be a very different show if it was that tone. <laughs> very different vibe. <laughs> so and then we've got we know that that there is a demon virus out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know that there are demons out there, but doing who knows what yeah. and for what purpose? <laughs> we know. Just do like- we know that. Our friend Ava. Ava. We know yeah. Ava is still missing. Yeah. The demon got her. Mm-hmm. We don't know where they went or for what purpose. We don't know what the other demon kids the, yeah. the, are doing right now. Yeah. No progress has been made on that front. They're not in a great spot. They're really mm-hmm. not. They've got the FBI after them now. They're they're not in a great spot. And for heading into the second half of the of the season and only being in season two, mm-hmm. I'm like, how are they going to get to fifteen if it's going to be like this? This is so. This is a pro- this is a problem, right? That supernatural experiences. You mean the escalation? Yeah, yeah. They have like the Dragon Ball Z problem yeah. where they where they yeah. get too big too fast. Okay, we've all gone too big too fast and then run out of room. We've all made a happy birthday sign. And then they, don't have, <laughs> they any- have the happy birthday card problem. <laughs> you get that poster board up and you're like, I don't need to trace it. I know how big letters should be. To begin with, a big ass H. And, oh, and then they have no. nowhere else to escalate to. <laughs> I think in the earlier seasons they're better at like 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 at the end of season one into season two they they had the cult which is the magic gun that kills everything right. Mm-hmm. But then that went away and they lost the Impala. They lost everything and they're kind of back to square What's one the, and to build back up. Hmm? Yeah. Do they ever do they ever find the cult again? Yes, time travel's involved. Oh my god. <laughs> they, they have time travel? Listen, this show is on for 15 years. Oh <laughs> like, my god. They gotta jump the shark at some point. Jeez. Well, then they do. <laughs> and they do. Jeez, we get, we time get We get time travel. We get mirror universe. We get, nice. we get Q. We get... Jeez. It's... <laughs> we get a musical episode. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's is there a beach get, episode? I don't remember if Supernatural ever. I don't think Supernatural ever gets a beach episode. Because remember, your misery is the point. Yeah, this is a, yeah, this is a tragedy. The whole point of the show. Oh, will they get a musical episode? Yeah, they do. But it's not for every it's, good it's show. Not for them. a musical episode. It's for the fans. Yeah, <laughs> it was for the fans. It's it's not for them. They're not having a good time. No, and they were also doing a hunt like at the same time. Yes. So next episode is episode thirteen. Of, of 22. So we're still in the mid-chunk of the season, but mm-hmm. we're heading into the second half. They're not looking great. No. We don't Setting have... themselves up for the second half of this season. <laughs> we're, we're still low on resources. They don't really know what's going on. They've yeah. got hunters and the law after them. They've got to go back into the bank after everything's done and just, like, sweep the place for, uh... Like, sweep the the bridge. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a lot of broken glass. They got it. <laughs> you do your your punishment is clean up the bank. <laughs> they gotta they gotta sweep the place for like cloth and and bottles. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, and like vitamins and and, and collectibles. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Craftables. And, yes. yes. What's what is it in The Last of Us? The like gears, like metal pieces. Oh yeah. I mean just parts. Yeah. For like your gun or your uh, your guns, so that you can upgrade and go to a workbench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I mean that's me in in every video game that lets me pick things up. Yeah. I you am, would like that part of The Last of Us. Yeah. I am There's so much to a, pick up. I am an RPG hoarder. Yeah. Don't talk to me in my 15 wheels of cheese. <laughs> I, I need all of these. What do you mean I'm over encumbered? <laughs> These all bring me joy. (laughs) (laughs) All of these spark joy. (laughs) All 15 wheels of cheese. cheese. 
And, of okay. course, like, I'm mid-fight, and I'm about to die, and I'm like, please hold, and then I eat 15 wheels of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> mid-fight, like, good to go, I'm full of cheese. <laughs> Imagine seeing that. There's this video of like if Red Dead was realistic, uh-huh. um, it's like you know they're like in the middle of a fight behind some chest high walls, and it's like him and Sadie, and uh, he's like, "Hold on a sec," and like pulls out like a whole carton of cigarettes, mm-hmm. a bottle of whiskey, uh, some like cocaine, <laughs> so and like just starts doing. He's like got like five like cigarettes <laughs> in his hand, what, drinking what, the whiskey. I've I've never played Red Dead. What it helps do? you with your dead eye. Which is like the the thing that lets you put everything in slow mo to target, 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 and then when the slow mo's done, it shoots, 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 shoots. Okay. So, so it like so, it helps so, you slow so down time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in um in you've never played Fallout. No, but in Fallout there are different drugs you can take. Yeah. But. That have similar effects. Right. But you're doing it before you're shooting and they're coming at you. So you're like, hold Just on. Hold, hold on. on. Let me smoke an entire All this whiskey. And then like chewing some cocaine gum is what it is. Or like doing like laudanum, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do we think? This is in the running for best episode of the season? I think so. Because I was going to call that, like, I think this is in the running. Yeah. In the in a similar way that Skin was. Which is interesting. That it's not John Siobhan. That it's not John on. And interesting that both shapeshifter. Yeah, episodes. our our yeah. shapeshifter episodes from seasons one and two are you know called shots for um you know best best episode contender. Yeah, fascinating. Okay, so next time we will be watching and discussing season two episode thirteen, Houses of the Holy. Hmm. Sam and Dean investigate the murders of several people by individuals who claim they were visited by an angel and were carrying out God's will. Ah, great. <laughs> it's probably a demon. Uh, I mean, almost certainly. <laughs> because at this point, they did not know that they were introducing angels into the show. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen until season four. So I'm going to guess it's not an angel. No. I don't remember. I remember one thing about this episode. I remember one scene from this episode. Okay. I don't remember any of the context. Nice. The only reason I remember this this scene is in this episode is because I recognize the screen cap on, <laughs> on, on Netflix. <laughs> and it's that scene. Cool. All right, so join us next time for Season 2, Episode 13. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruff Music, as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet, and get in touch with us by emailing threeidgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>